Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Dentley Show with Dr. James Dentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Dentley. Well, hello. Welcome to each and every one of you all. It's Friday. It's 2 p.m., so it must be time for the James Dentley Show. I did a Facebook Live a little bit earlier, and I was trying to promote for the show, and apparently, uh, when my case is on my phone, uh, you can't really hear that clear. Now, if my, techni- my technical staff was here, I'd know that, but my son just walked in, so we're in great shape. So while we're waiting on our very special guest, she's uh, actually jumping out of her car to join us, I want to give you guys some updates and some announcements because in the next coming, in upcoming weeks, I'm going to shift uh, the name a little bit from the James Dentley Show to the Leaders Lens, which is also the name of our television show that we're launching. We've been shooting pilots on that. And uh, Kara is going to be my co-host because we just work so well together. She's my wife, my best friend forever. 22 years I've been known this young lady. So, and a lot of people like her. And I think we're going to be able to give a great perspective uh, to folks who are, who are tuning in. Uh, from a man's point of view and a woman's point of view as well. I want to let you guys know that tonight at 6 p.m., we're going to be at the Bitly dealership on the Gold Coast, downtown Chicago, with the Kiss the Monkeys, uh, a nonprofit gala. It's going to be a fashion show. We're going to have Mario Lopez there. A lot of highly influential, successful people will be there. And we're going to talk about doing well by doing good. And so honored that they chose to honor myself and Carol with an award. On Saturday and Sunday, Think and Grow Rich World Tour is uh, uh, kicks off into Chicago. Uh, my leg is a little sore. I just left Toronto. I'm not sure if I want to speak there or not because I don't, I'm tired of being in pain at the end of a show. So, um, but I want to invite each and every one of you guys down and I want you to go to tgrworldtour.com, tgrworldtour.com. Get your tickets, man. Get your tickets right here, right now. There's a great deal out there for you. And we look forward to seeing you guys over the next couple of days. So first of all, I, sis, are you back? I certainly am. All right. Well, I have the pleasure of introducing, um, you know what, I want to try to be professional, but she's my sister. (laughs) And um, and, and my sister in Christ, my sister's just a friend in business. And this young lady, I've been talking about her on the Facebook Live before we even started the show. For all you folks who are listening, I'm sure you you saw the banner ad and saw her bio. And to talk about going from NFL cheerleader to multimillionaire, I want you to know she's a lot more than that. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a business person. She's a business strategist. And she does so many things and wears those hats well. And, I, and her hair is always nice and neat. Go figure. And I want to talk about a, a, a variety of topics, but one of them we're going to talk about is how women can have it all. If, and all is just relevant. But I say all because sometimes we think there's limitations with women, and there are because women, just think about the jobs that, that you, you ladies do and raising family and kids and all the things you just running and going and, and your purse has a lot more gear in it than our wallets. A lot of stuff to do in there apparently. Your closets have more stuff. There's more stuff to do as a woman. Your bathrooms, there's more to do. So we want to just not just honor a woman because this young lady was also someone who kept me on the, on the right path uh, as we grew up through our history. So we're going to have a lot of time today. Pasha, first of all, I want to say Pasha Carter, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I am so honored. Listen, I've done a lot of shows, but out of every show that I've ever done, this is the most meaningful because you know how much you mean to me and my family. Hey, man. Look, I'm just so giddy. You can't understand. I can't stop smelling. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, I want you to open it up just like I would do anybody else. We got a history we're going to talk about, some of the things we've done, some of the things that are funny, things we've learned. I even talked to them about time when uh, you, you scolded me and both of us ended up crying. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to bear it all today. Uh, but yes. tell, tell our audience a little bit about your story. Well, I got started in this wonderful profession that both you and I love so much of network marketing. For me, it was 23 years ago, or 22, 23 years ago. I was 23 years old at the time. And um, I walked into that room in Atlanta, you know, that magical room that everybody talks about. And there was a gentleman in front of the room and He was 26 years old at the time, making more money in a month than I was making all year long working for a living. And of course, I was one of those people where I was working two jobs. So I was working at Emory University full time. Then I was coaching gymnastics in the evening. And then I was also an NFL cheerleader. 
So I was doing all of this stuff, but I was still struggling. Like and when I say struggling, I mean, I was literally sleeping on the floor of my best friend's one bedroom apartment, trying to figure this thing called life out at 23 and trying to figure out how did I get to the point where I couldn't afford a house. I'm trying to figure out how am I going to pay my car note? I'm trying to figure out all of these things. And so when I walked into that room, the one thing that it really gave me was hope. It gave me hope. It made me say, wow, there is a way out. Now, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a network of people where I had all these influential people that I could, you know, bring in. I had none of that. I was 23 and all my friends were still trying to find themselves. So for me, when I walked in that room, I saw people who were more successful than I was. And when I say successful, what I loved was was not just the fact they were making money, but they had the time to enjoy it. And they were teaching life skills. And I knew that in order for me to get from where I was to where I wanted to be, I had to grow. And no one had ever given me that path and that structured guidance of this this is what you have to do in order to grow beyond your circumstances. So that one day walking into that room in Atlanta, Georgia, really changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. And and that's so cool. And I certainly can relate to that, being a witness of it. I want to come up to where you are today and what are you doing, and then we'll kind of fill in the gaps. But how important is personal growth, personal development, and mentorship, in your opinion? It is everything. Uh, for For not just for me, but I feel like for everyone, the moment you stop growing and you feel like you know everything, that's the moment that you start to slide backwards. So every single day, what I have learned, the more that I grow, the more that I realize I don't know a lot because there's so much out there to learn in every area of life. So one of those things, I, I just have a passion and a zest for learning new things and, and then linking up with people who love learning new things because they open up new books and new doors and new ideas. So on a scale of one to 10, when it comes to growth and leadership, I will say if you become a better person and if we work on ourselves, the business side of things become easier. The rejection becomes easier. The challenges become easier because of who we've become as individuals. Wow. I love it. I I truly believe that. Now, you're one of the few people, women, that not, you know, when I told you have women on the show, we always try to put women over here where they want to empower women. But you're one of the people that I know that also can speak directly to men. You know, I've seen you on stages with 10, 15,000 people and you'll come with it. <laughs> you bring it in Thank a nice and smooth and be like, oh, what happened? My head hurt. I better not do that no more. But can you kind of share with us what are some of the keys to becoming successful in any area of life? What are the foundational things you believe in, in really what? being able to become successful? Well, the first thing you have to do is believe in yourself. And that is one of the biggest challenges for especially women we have this thing where we doubt ourselves and we feel like we have to be perfect or we feel like even if we're great, we've got to be better. So we're always striving for what I consider this airbrushed, um, unrealistic goal of ourselves. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be the perfect wife, the perfect business person, the perfect this and the perfect that. And to me, there is no such thing as perfection. I tell my kids every single day, I am going to fail every day. I'm going to make mistakes every single day. And guess what? I'm going to do it in front of you so that you can see that's okay. So one for me, one of the biggest things is having that belief and confidence in yourself. And that's how I built that confidence in myself because I don't expect myself to be perfect. I just expect myself to get better every day. And so that's a lot easier of a goal. (laughs) And, And the other thing is surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, there was a time in my life where I surrounded myself with people that I just kind of grew up with or that I felt were, you know, my friends and peers and I love them. And it was a fantastic time. But when you surround yourself with people who either a um, live in the past and every conversation starts with remember when, or people who live in the present and they say, Hey, let me tell you what happened today. Or you can surround yourself with people where every time they talk, it's like, Hey, this is where we're going to be in three years. This is the project that we're working on. And in another 10 years is going to grow from point A to point B. And I started to realize that those were totally different dynamics. And it was a, it put me in a total different mindset when I would hang around people who were on a path to greatness. And so what I started doing was I started seeking out those people and I started linking up and partnering with people who were, who had that zest and they were growing and wanted more in life. So I feel another key to success is if you surround yourself 
with people that are better than you, people that are more successful than you. The biggest downfall for a person is if you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle. If you're the wealthiest person in your circle, you need a new circle because you always need those people that are going to pull you up and open up your mind to something that's new and bigger. Yeah, amen. I was just taking notes on that. Uh, the people from the past, the present, and the future. Remember when, what happened today, and where are we going? And that's that's powerful. Thank you for that. I'm using that tonight. I love it. <laughs> I, um, you know, so, you know, when, when we talk like that, and the average person that sits there, because I remember way back when, before I had this awakening, um, how does a person, like, okay, we surround, want to surround yourself with pe- around people that can help you grow. How exactly does an average person do that? Well, the, the way that the average person does that is you start looking at yourself as not an average person and a person that may be currently average, but you have the desire to be above and beyond that. So then what starts to happen now is you start to tweak your mindset and you start to say to yourself, wow, I'm bigger than my current circumstances. Yes, I may be living in this whatever. Let's say you're in this apartment right now and your goal is to, you know, be in a gated community. Well, you are not your current circumstance. And once you start thinking differently, what will start happening is you'll start seeking out people who are bigger and better. The challenge and the reason why most people stay in their little circle is because they feel they're their current circumstances. So the way to get in these events is um, or link with these people is find them. We're in the day of social social media. And I say today, there is no excuse. Now, back in our day, you know, we used to have to, you know, fill out forms and actually go to the mailbox to get, you know, uh, uh, letters mailed. And back in that day, mm-hmm. that day is gone. In today's world, if there's somebody out there that you want to be mentored by, it's the push of a button. It's finding them on Facebook. It's following them on Twitter. It's inboxing them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So there is no excuse now in 2019 not to be able to find some a group of people who are those influencers that are going to help take your game up. I was um, I just had a show and I interviewed a young lady who um, started her own hair care line um, ex- extensions because she couldn't find the extensions to match her all these questions and I said well how is it that you went from just being a a young girl she was in her 20s at the time with this idea because you couldn't find extensions that matched your hair to where in one day she sold nine hundred thousand dollars worth of hair extensions from an Instagram post I said how did you do I said how did you do that and here's what she said to me she said I started looking for people if I had a following of five thousand I started looking for people who may have had a following of fifteen thousand or 25,000. So they were in her mind, hey, they're a little bit more established than me. They have a bigger following than me. Now, it may not be 10 eggs, but this, this may be my local celebrity. So she started reaching out to those local celebrities and saying, I want to find people who can bring me up, who can expose me to some other group of people that I have not yet been exposed to. Wow. So when you are able to start, when you start doing that, all it is is the push of a button and not having that fear. The worst thing that can possibly happen is you end up right back where you are. So yeah. you got to go for it. Wow. I just learned something there. I love it. I love it. I knew this was going to be a great show. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've got about another couple of minutes left before we go to break. But I want to open up the door, and maybe we don't finish it ahead before the break. But when we come back from the break, we're definitely going to uh, finish up that, this, this, uh, this exploration. Okay. What would you say uh, to men – what do, as, a, as men, do? what do we need to know about women in order to become more successful, to build better relationships, build better partnerships? What do you see in men that we can do better? To understand that we're different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges with men and women. We get in a business together and we start acting as though because we're in the same company that we're motivated by the same thing. And that's not necessarily the case. So what I learned many, many years ago is There is a group of, and this doesn't apply to all men and all women, but men, a lot of them are motivated by competition. They're motivated by, you know, getting to the top, a title and all that good stuff. And some women are motivated by that as well. But when I see that men don't understand that there's a majority of women that are motivated by collaboration, they rather collaborate with each other than compete with each other. So when you put them against each other and you say, hey, I want you, I'll never forget, there was a... um, a network marketing company that I was a part of many years ago. And I remember flying into their corporate offices 
And the first thing that came out of the, one of the owner's mouths was he pointed to a picture of a young lady that was one of their top money earners. And he said, this is your, your competition. He said, your goal is going to be to take her down. And I looked at him and I said, my goal is going to be to be one of her best friends and for us to be able to work together and build this together. And he took a step back and he said, or that, you know, <laughs> but my point to him was, that's not what I'm motivated by. I'm not motivated by outrunning her. I'm not motivated by, you know, let me see if I can not pull her down because that's not what he meant. But um, I'm motivated by us partnering and teaming up together and how great we can be together. So I think that when we understand that men and women are motivated by different things, Mm -hmm. we work differently, um, um, we're wired differently. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty of a man being different from a woman. And we embrace that. We can learn how to work together. Got it. Now, we're going to finish up on that one because what I'm hearing is a language we need to really adapt is not so much a, a Spanish or French, it's, it's gender. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the amazing Pastor Carter from NFL cheerleader to multimillionaire, mother, friend extraordinaire, and just a, 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 just a treat and a gift to humanity. We'll be right back after the Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel how do you define work is it that mundane monday through friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment achievement and purpose if you are looking to make your work life the latter tune in to working on purpose with elise cortez there are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Black Friday, every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm here with uh, my sister, my friend, my business partner, and my Ms. Patrick Carter. Uh, you were in the car earlier with, uh, with my little brother, Steve Carter, your husband. And I remember uh, when you guys kind of first met, it was a microphone incident in Chicago back in the (laughs) 90s. My God, we go back. It was a microphone. Now, how long have you been married right now? And what do you think is the keys to having a successful and creating successful longevity in marriage and in partnership? We've been married now for right around 17 years. I know. 17. Can you believe that? <laughs> because my son's 22. He's sitting right here. And we all went up when he was like four. But when he was two years old and running back and forth through the convention. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. I remember Steve chasing him around in the meeting. So absolutely. Because he just take off running. He'd be like, where'd Jay Ford go? He's over there. <laughs> oh, now he's over there. <laughs> but I tell you, um, for me, I think the biggest key. Well, I'll tell you what has worked for us. Um, number one is he's my best friend. And so it's easy for us to work together because we're friends first. Um, we truly, truly love each other and we truly respect each other. And, and the other thing is we never compete with each other. I've seen sometimes, you know, a husband and wife team, they'll team up, but then they'll create this, well, let's see who can get to the top first or who can do this first or who can do this best. 
And the problem with that is somebody always has to lose in that game. So we've never like competed with each other because we realize we're on the same team. And um, the other thing is we, we figured out very, very early what our strengths are. And so it allows me to say, okay, I know that Steve's strengths lie over here. So when it comes to numbers, comp plan, when it comes to all of those types of things, he is in his zone. I hate every minute of that side. So that's not my strength, which is okay. So me, I'm the marketing side. I can, I can, I can take it and I can market this and I can uh, attract people. I can build the brand, build the business. And those are the things that I enjoy. So what we allow ourselves to do is we allow ourselves to be in the spaces that we enjoy the most so that whatever business we're doing, we're happy. We're not frustrated because we're out of the thing that we love doing the most. And we bring those two things together. And when they come together, it's like magic because we, we both have those different strengths. And we always have learned to, to always motivate and inspire the other person. There's never been a time in my life where I was feeling down and he was the one that didn't say, hey, babe, it's all good. We're going to get through this. Or, you know, this is just, you know, so it's that kind of thing. It's, 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 it's never one of those where if you make a mistake, the person I've heard relationships where the person says, I told you so, or how long are you going to be doing that? Or someone doesn't, I can't imagine being in a relationship where someone doesn't support your goal and your dream. That would just be an out of body experience for me because for me, I'm passionate about my goals and my life and my dreams. And I can't imagine the person that I love the most, the person that I go to bed with every night and wake up with every morning, not my biggest cheerleader, my biggest fan. I couldn't imagine that being my life. So that's what we are for each other. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting because I discovered this years ago where, uh, you know, we, we, we get into relationships and, you know, okay, we love, we have these emotions, but we don't have, we don't know where we want to go as a couple. So we just operate thinking we'll get to that eventually. And then we end up when we have tough times, then we're not honest with the other person. We feel ashamed, embarrassed, or everybody's in their own world. And the, those two worlds don't ever come together to go towards a common goal. So right. what would you tell people in, in collaboration? Because collaboration, women more like to collaborate, but as for me as a man, I go further as well when I'm in collaboration. So what is the power you feel is in collaboration? And, and give us some examples of things you've done that have really kind of worked out that can, can express us the power and possibility there. When you say collaboration, you mean as a couple or just in general business? In general business as a couple, and, and okay. you want to do collaboration, that word. Yeah. Well, for me, one of the things that I've learned to do is I do a lot of women's events. I do a lot of speaking engagements. What, so let's just say there's an event. What I found is if you take a look at an event, if you want to have a great event, you can either say, okay, I'm putting on my own event. And now you just have you and your following and you do it independently. But then if you say, I want to put on an event, let me find three or four more powerhouse people that have a following that's my size or bigger. And we all do it together. And together doesn't mean, in my opinion, you doing the event and trying to figure out how you can squeeze everything you can out of them and bring their audience to you. It's like, no, let's do this as a joint venture. Let's all, whatever the revenue is, let's all split it up so that we all win. So it's a win-win situation for everybody that's a part of this journey that we're going to go on. And when, you, when I approach things that way, I found that it works out better in the long term because everybody feels like they're not just coming into my event but now we are creating and we are actually collaborating on an event. You know, the same thing with whether it's um, like a different magazines that I've been featured in. I may be featured in a magazine, but as soon as that person does an article on me, my question is, okay, now I appreciate you reaching out to me to be a part of your magazine, but now how can I serve you? You know, how can we collaborate? What can we do together? How can I help your magazine grow? And so when I do those types of things, what I notice is, People aren't in my life just for one article or one event. They're now in my life for a lifetime. So now I can go back to those people from two years ago, five years ago, because I treated them with respect and they knew that it wasn't about what I could get from them. It was about how can we bless each other? Wow. Wow. Now, you know what? We got some, we got some good time left. So I'm going to keep talking about a few things. The second half of the show I want us to go into what are you doing now? What's the future look like for you? What are you promoting? What can we get behind you and serve you? But uh, there's, uh, but I remember uh, 
when you guys were in Chicago, I remember how you used to get sick all the time. Every time it got cold, you got sick. I didn't know how long you were going to hold up, but now you guys are in Texas. Thank God. Yes, uh, thank God. It's coming down there to, to, uh, to the loft downtown and, uh, and, and, and cooking breakfast for you guys. And remember that you're the only person that, that liked their scrambled eggs, uh, scrambled hard like that. They were like beady. Yeah. And that's the one thing that sticks out because I don't know anybody else like that. I like to cook. But anytime you're ready to get some beady, hard scrambled eggs, I'm here. Your brother's here. <laughs> I, you know, I want to talk to everyone who's uh, watching Facebook, listening on our show. Um, I want to give some disclosure because I think it's so important. Because there's a lot of, we've had a lot of experiences in, in business. Uh, first of all, um, what is your opinion about when you look at where we came from? where we were in an environment where literally I would say it started off with 16 or maybe 30 or 40 people in one organization actually made over a million dollars and maybe even more, but in a short amount of time. If you ever think about that and what dynamics do you think had to happen for that to be created? You know what I honestly feel is we were all, when we came together back in those times, we had a vision and a mission mm -hmm. and the money was a byproduct of that. So for us, we, when we came together, it was this vision of guys, what if we worked and we built this business so big that we could have our own neighborhoods, our own school systems, our own this, and be able to travel the world the way we've always dreamed. So we bought into the vision, first of all, and that was very important. Mm -hmm. And so once we bought into the vision of knowing that it was possible, the work became a lot easier. And it became more fun. But then we also balanced it with respecting each other. There's not one person in that circle that I can think of that wasn't an advocate of personal growth. We pushed each other to the limit to where we expected the best out of every single person. If you were a part of that organization, it represented greatness. So yeah. every day you woke up, the question was, how can I be better? Not just for me, but how can I be better to help this entire organization go to another level? And then in addition to that, we also supported each other. We didn't tear each other down. It, it, you know, of course, we had our ups and downs and challenges, and that's a part of any time people work together. But for the most part, it was always a true building up of the other person. It wasn't about me as an individual. For me, it was about, oh, my goodness, look at all of these amazing people that I'm working with. And I talked more about those people and their success than I ever spoke of my own. Yeah, you know what, and that, it brings me, while you were speaking, it, 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 I'm listening and it brings me to this point that I remember, and you said about um, pushing each other and holding each other to a higher standard, and even through our example, and then sometimes through that conversations, those tough conversations. And I remember coming through that system, and I was probably the one that, I always I was the one that, it, from the outside, maybe should not have made it. They said, how did he do that? Because I had a lot of adversities there. But I remember when we all came together and we worked together, and you and I would always be on the same committee, marketing, promotion, making it happen, you know, making the money come in and the, the payoff, the cover, the, the overhead that had to happen for this great experience we we're going to give to all the people. And I remember I had done something or said something and you had pulled me to the side, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget this because it impacted my life. You pulled me to the side, and you really called me to become, to be better than what I had done, the way I responded to a situation. And I remember looking at you and listening to you, and both of us were just started, both of us just crying. And that has never, ever happened since then, never happened before then. But I remember that, and I so honor and cherish that. But that was a really um, momentous part of my life. You know, and that's why I have such respect and love and for you because you you came and you a lot of people are afraid of the confrontation, but you came, but you did it with the best of intention. How important of it is, is it that we learn to have those conversations and as we call others to become better, then we also hold ourselves up as well. What do you think about what's your thoughts about all of that? Well, you know, my mom and you know, my mom, she taught me many years ago that there are going to be a lot of people that come into your life. And this is how she was with her students. She said, but then there are going to be a few people that are special. And when you see greatness in that person, and sometimes at the time you see that greatness in that person, 
they may see a hint of it, but they may not see as much as you see. Mm-hmm. She would always say, it's your responsibility to make sure that it comes to surface. you got to talk to that person. You've got to have those tough conversations. And that's how my mom was. She liked, she actually enjoyed having the tough conversation. It used to make me so uncomfortable when I was a child, some of the conversations that she would have with me. But as an adult now, I appreciate those. But when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, why are we talking about this? But it was the tough conversations that most parents don't have that she always had with me. So when I came into the business world, I realized that the tough conversations are, were a part of that organization. And, and as you said, that, you know, you may have been uh, sometimes viewed as, as the outsider. What I always saw was there was a reason for that. And sometimes when your greatness is so great, there's a fear of that greatness being a part of something. And I, I know now, 20 years later, you recognize and know what that power is. When you walk up on a stage, you shut down, you, you open your mouth in the first 30 seconds. You know, you don't have to give an hour long speech for a standing ovation. You're having to do people like this, like sit down, let me finish. And all you've done is an intro and people don't understand that's something special and everybody doesn't have that. But from the moment that I met you, I saw that and I knew that, but I also knew that you were going through your growth and through to stop that greatness that I saw because I knew the world needed you in your best. I knew that you were going to change the world. I've seen all the other speakers out there and I, I would listen to them and I would watch them and I would, and, and I would listen to their tapes and CDs and I would sit back and say, they can't touch James Dentley. They're good. Don't get me wrong, but they can't touch James Dentley. And I always wanted you to be able to experience what that was going to feel like 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road. You're going to make me cry again. Okay, really? Really? <laughs> Look, I, I thank you so much, and I really mean that, uh, for your friendship, because you have been you. Um, and I thank you for that, and I, and I pray for you and your family that you can continue to be strong. Now, let's talk about in raising a family. You raise a family. You're balancing out all these different things. I remember seeing a, um, a Facebook when Steve was talking to um, – to, you know, your son, it was a couple of young, young kids that went to a game and they had a little conflict or something happened. They wanted to quit or something. But you and Steve had that ability to sit out and communicate even with your children. Can you tell us a little bit about that, uh, you know, how that dynamic works and what do you think is important there? Yeah, I, I think it's important for all parents to every day talk to our children. We have to realize that when you work as a parent, no matter whether you're an entrepreneur or you work a traditional job, Most times, the way that life works is our kids are away from us the majority of the day. And we have someone else that's instilling their value system in them, whether it's a teacher or whether it's the students there. So I always look at it as a reprogramming because I know what the school system is like. There's not a a teacher out there. I mean, there's some great teachers and there are many great teachers, don't get me wrong. But there are certain things that I need for my children to be equipped with, but that no one can give them but myself and my husband and some other leaders, that leadership side. So we are always having those conversations. Uh, You know, I have people laugh because I and this is a controversial topic, but we can talk about it on your show. Um, I know that some people believe in spanking their kids. I don't. I never have. I will wear my kids out with a lecture. By the time I'm 45 minutes deep into a lecture, they would rather have gotten a spanking. Trust me, because they're just like, oh, my God, are you still talking? But I wear them out with leadership because, you know, I've always felt that my whole what is my goal and what is my intent? My intent is to correct this behavior. So either I can take the easy route, which I see it as, you know, the spanking route. Or I can have those tough conversations and give them every reason and every analogy why they can be better and what I expect from them and then make them talk back to me. And so for myself and Steve, our whole philosophy is we feel that before a child leaves home, they they should be equipped with leadership. They should know how to build a million dollar business before they leave my roof. You can decide what you want to do. But I, me, we're going to teach you how to build a million dollar business of your own before you leave out these doors. Now, what you do with it is up to you, but we're going to teach you that. We're going to also teach you how to be respectful and most importantly, the importance of growth and failure. I feel it is important, so important 
for us to teach our children how to fail, not how to succeed. If we teach our children how to fail, then success is going to happen. The problem is we put so much value on, did you get an A? What's your grades? And we, we, we get upset with them for every time they make a mistake or every time they fail, every time they get an F, it's something bad. Every time they make a mistake, it's something bad. My thing is I want you to make mistakes over and over because in your mistakes, in your journey, wow. when you go out in life, that's what life is. It's mistake after mistake, failure after failure that leads to greatness. So that is, so we, we have a very different dynamic in our household. So I want them to learn to laugh at their failures early. I want them to learn to get through their failures early in life so that when they're out of my house, they're not crushed by their failures. Wow. Kara says the exact same thing. I so wish she was here. This is so cool. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break. We're going to take another break. And Pastor, when we come back, let's talk about the future. What are you doing? What do you have going on? How can we get behind that? What's going on exciting? What's the next step? And what are we going to do to help people, to inspire people to bring out the greatness that God that lives in each and every one of us and bring it out and shine? We'll be right back with Pastor. Let's do it. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. You're listening to Black Friday every Friday here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Grow. Evolve. Change. You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. We were just giving out information on how you could reach Pastor Carter by going to pastorcarterofficial.com. As you can see, no, no, all- no, Pasha. No, it's not dot com. My website is pashacarter.com, but they can reach out to me on Facebook, and my handle is at Pasha Carter Official. Okay, well, okay, now I stand corrected. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Pasha Carter. No problem. Com. Hey, you know what? I remember you went to. Um, didn't you go out to Southfield, Michigan, with my buddy Michael and speak over there? I certainly did. I certainly did, and we had an uh, Mike Jeffries, right? Yes, yes, yes. A four-camera shoot, a live audience. And how many hours was that straight? Was it like three hours with a 15-minute break? That's it? Yes, absolutely. Straight speaking, three hours straight. <laughs> what did you talk about? What did you talk about? I talked about leadership. I talked about business. I talked about branding. I talked about so many different things. But it was really great because it was a sea of entrepreneurs and they – were hungry for information. So it was easy. Those three hours went by so fast. Wow. Well, in the next two weeks, we just got to have you and I want Steve online. We're going to get Steve the majority of the time, but he'll be mad at me. But we want to talk about leadership for men and women to two perspectives of leadership. And we want to identify the common threads there because there's a slight differences, but there's foundational things that always uh, just, just stay true. Um, let's talk about what you're doing. What's next? What's on your heart? I'm going to turn it over to you and let you just go for it. Uh, just take as much time as you want to share with the folks. 
Well, as you know, I am, well, myself and Steve, we've always done multiple things. And I feel that that's very important. And Steve just said this yesterday. He said, you know what? I think that James is the best example that I have seen in the direct sales space that's able to do his direct sales business and balance other ventures and do it all effectively. And so hats off to you for that, because I know and I've seen your growth. I've seen everything you've gone through and everything that you're doing right now from the real estate to the speaking to the network marketing is you literally have put together a a formula for so many people to be able to follow. And so for myself, some of the things that we're doing is we have our VIP show, which I absolutely love because it's so much fun, kind of similar to this, where we're able to interview those amazing amazing up-and-coming superstars and people who are already done some great things. Um, we just interviewed a young, I was telling you about the young lady who um, is just was just on the cover of Founder Magazine and um, sold over a million, close to a million dollars worth of product on, on social media. So we're going to be doing an event together here in Dallas where in August, we're going to do a small event with an exclusive group of women where she, they're going to come in. She's going to teach them how to really, really use social media to, to get your product out there because a lot of people have these amazing products and don't know what to do with them. So I'm going to have her, um, myself, I'm going to come in and teach people uh, some of the branding ideas and, you know, how do you, you know, partner with the magazines and, and, and be able to get your name and your brand out there and those types of things. The other thing that we're doing is working with kidpreneurs. Uh, you know, that's my passion because I have four of them. So I feel like, listen, I've got to already teach my kids. So I might as well teach everybody else's at the same time. So on some of our upcoming shows on our Facebook Live, as well as um, our podcast, you'll see us interviewing very successful young kids that have businesses. Uh, One of the young ladies that we'll be interviewing, she has her own um, hair care line for natural hair. And she's 12 years old, I think. And she's already written a book and already has her own product in Sally's and Target. And she's 12. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, and there's so many stories that are out there. And so for me, um, I always say to myself, what do I want to expose my children to? What do I want to expose my followers to? And I want to expose them to greatness. And so everybody that I bring on the show, I personally select. Because I ask myself, okay, not only what do I want the parents to hear, but what do I want their children to be able to learn from this? So we're creating this vibe where we're going to have it like it used to be, where you have families that are now around the, 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 the phone, shall I say, because it's a Facebook Live, watching together and learning together. Because sometimes we'll have you know, uh, segments to help teach the kids. Other times we'll have segments to help teach the parents. And so that's something that's very important to us. And then we're also, of course, traveling the world, uh, building our network marketing company that we absolutely love because pretty much 100% of everything we do is just from our phone. So those are the biggest things that we're doing and just enjoying and watching these kids grow and can't wait to come hang out with you this summer at your pool. The kids are excited about hanging out with Uncle JD. Let's go. So, yes. <laughs> well, we can't wait to have you guys. Now, always miss both of you guys, but especially Steve because he's so busy. He's always doing something, and and, and I got to catch up with my brother. Listen, we got to you know just put some things together in the laboratory. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I have to share this really quickly if I have a few minutes because yeah, a lot Steve. of people may not know this, but you talk about mentors, and for my husband. Over the you know, we've been married for 17 years. We've known each other for 20 plus years. Um, and anytime things come up in life and I hear him talking to his friends or talking to his peers and they talk about mentorship, I want you to know that you are always the first name that comes out of his mouth. And he always talks about how you changed his life at a very early stage. And he always tells y'all have some of the funniest stories about his fear of public speaking. And how you were non-negotiable and you made him get up there and you made him face his fears. And, you know, today he's one of the top public speakers that's out there. But what people don't understand is it's those people that come into your life that you least expect and you you cross paths with them. And somehow they pull out that greatness in you. And I just want you to always know that you are always the person that we revert back to. And we absolutely love, love, love you and are so proud of everything that you're doing. 
I thank you so much. I'm so honored just to have been in that space in a, in a seat. I remember watching him speak for the very first time in front of 10,000 people. He was closing the event, and that was a spot that I normally would have, would, would speak in. But he was, you guys were killing it, you know, top of the top of the company. And you have to be there to get on that stage. And I remember sitting in the back of the room intentionally in the back behind everybody else that was going crazy. And I began to just cry. It just, I just couldn't stop it. It just came down. I never talked about that, but I remember that because I remember where we started from. But on a lighter note, I remember that he's in his 20s, and we went over to England, and we didn't have a clue what we were doing, but we were going to build a business no matter what. And we called back to the United States and said, Steve, we're having such an amazing time. We're having so much fun over here in England. And the next day, he came over there with six people. Now, who comes over with less than 24 hours of having a conversation and six people, they're all in England for a week? Exactly. And- <laughs> that's what, look, look, that's what you call that make it happen thing that we had. Remember, it was right. like, it's no excuses. So if your mentor or somebody that you respect, they say, listen, this is where you need to be. We right. didn't care about the income. We didn't care, you know, about, it was like, we were figure out a way to get there. And that's the attitude that 2019 leaders have to take because I think that we want it. If you want to succeed in life and in business, you got to have that non-negotiable attitude. If there's something out there for you, go get it, go make it happen. If you don't have the money, find it. If you don't have the transportation, find it. If you don't have the information, go get it. But it is up to every single individual in order to go and find their greatness and make it happen. Nobody's going to make it happen for you. That's right. That's right. And on that note, let's talk about adversity. I, re- I remember well, we were going to be pushing hard to get to the top of the company. We, want, we wanted to hit at a certain time. And you broke your leg and you lived on the third floor with no elevator. And yes. I remember that you pushed through. And, and a lot of people, I mean, the pain. And I, look, I had a torn, uh, 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 what is it, meniscus. And I'm hopping around for like this is my second month. And you had to do what you had to do, and you hit it, and you went across that stage. So let's talk about adversity and how you think – what can you give advice you give somebody when they face adversity just to go out and make it happen and fight through it? You know, that's an interesting story, and I remember that like it was yesterday because I was living in Houston, Texas at the time. It was averaging 100-plus degrees. It was one of the hottest summers ever. I broke my ankle. I had this long cast on – this wheelchair that I had to roll around in and I was on the third floor of this apartment. So I had to literally hold on and hop up to this was before social media. So in order to succeed in business, you had to get out of the house. You had to go to Starbucks and do your meeting. You had to meet people at the Panera bread. You weren't going to get on Instagram and Facebook because it wasn't around yet. So um, I will never forget. I said to my mentor, at first I went through a moment of downness, like we all do, you know, I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it for for this convention, I'm just, my leg is broken. It's like, I can't get out like I used to. And he's, he looked, I'll never forget. He looked at me and he said, does your mouth still work? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Those were the the tough conversations we used to have that we got to get back to. And I will never forget. That was a defining moment for me. And I looked and humbly said, okay, you're right. And immediately all the excuses left. And I went for it like never before. And it was one of the toughest things that I've ever had to do in my life because it was every single day getting up, getting out, being in pain, being hot, feeling like I was about to pass out. But every single day I was going from meeting to meeting, person to person, getting getting customers, getting new business partners, doing what I had to do. And I walked that stage and it was the best feeling ever. And now I'm thankful that I went through that because had I just crossed the stage and I had not had that major adversity, I wouldn't have appreciated it as much. But when I walked across that stage, that feeling of relief, that feeling of pride was so great within me that I said to myself, I am now unstoppable. There's nothing I can't do. And it was because of the adversity that I went through. It isn't amazing that every person that ever reaches that pinnacle or above they, they say the same thing. Had I known my life would be like this, I would have worked 10 times harder. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember someone saying, look, if you're going to cry, cry to win, cry to get the prize. Don't cry to quit. And if you're going to cry anyway, get something out of it. And I tell you, for me, 
I cried like a baby, but I got something out of it because I walked that stage. I got promoted to the top position and I, it made me say to myself, you know what? You can go through the pain. You can go through the adversity and you can come out on top. Amen. If you're going to cry, cry to win. You heard it right there. If you're going to cry, cry to win. Don't cry to quit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. We've got a couple of minutes left. I just want to remind everybody that tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday in Chicago, in Rosemont, which is outside of Chicago, actually, but they're going to be the Think and Grow Rich World Tour. You definitely want to be there. I know Kevin Harrington should be here from Shark Tank. You got some amazing Stephen Howard, former NBA All-Stars, going to be here. He is a phenomenal speaker, phenomenal leader, talking about leadership. Uh, Dr. Sonia Stribling will be here. And it goes on and on and on. I'm going to be there. I mean, just some of the top speakers and thought leaders of our time sharing lecture, Think and Grow Rich for Women, and uh, Think and Grow and um, also um, uh, Out Within the Devil. She narrated that book, but also co-author, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quantum, that total series. So, Go to tgrworldtour.com. Get your tickets and get them today. And, Pastor, we got about one minute left. Do you have any final thoughts? It's such, such a treat having you. I got to get you and Steve back on the show in the next couple of weeks. Any final well, thoughts? Well, I'm excited. Well, I'll tell you what. If there are any women that are out there and you would love to join us in Dallas uh, in August, get in touch with me. This will be a great event for you to come out and really learn from I like bringing in people who've done the do. You know, there are a lot of people out there in social media that say they can teach you, but this young lady has mastered it. She's going to teach what she knows, and then I'm going to come in and teach my side as well. So if you guys want an invitation to that, inbox me. And last but not least, if you have not yet found your passion, don't let another sunset. Don't let another sunset without you figuring out what you want to do in life. That is so important, not just for you, it's important for your children because yeah. your children need to see happy and fulfilled parents. Amen. Important to the world. And never forget that, you know, somebody loses when we decide not to win. So let's live in your Ooh. dreams, live in your greatness. And remember, we don't think outside the box because in our world, there is no box. I want to thank my sister, my dear friend, my partner, uh, Pastor Carter, for joining us today. We're going to definitely have you back on the show. I want to say God bless each and every one of you guys. It's going to conclude another show. We'll see you back here next week, same time, same time. And we're going to take it to another level. Uh, love you, love you, love you to pieces, J.D. Love you too, darling. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.